Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. Hope everybody's having a great weekend. And this is uh, one of those exclusive audio episodes that we will be putting out on the Ungoverned Podcast channel. Uh, and this one is a uh, a story that has been requested for a very long time. And so now, instead of you know taking up time on the show uh, Monday through Friday to explain the whole Holden McGroin scenario, uh, I will be explaining the story in full here. And it is really funny. It's it's hysterical because I think both groups, like the uh, the the, the whole McGroin family that started in Dan Bongino's chat, and this Holden McGroin story, they there was there was never any attachment to one another. And yet, when the Holden McGroin crowd and the the McGroin family, well, first when the Holden McGroin, the first McGroin in the in the Bongino chat showed up. A lot of people who knew me and knew about this story thought that was me doing that. And I said, no, whenever I'm in Dan's chat, I'm, I'm under my own Rumble account. I don't know who, who Holden McGroin is, but whoever it is, is hilarious and is using one of my favorite, you know, silly names. Like uh, uh, there was this Phil McCracken, this Pat McCrotch, Harry Balls. You know, it's great. I love I love all these names. So Holden is Holden McGroin. So there's a lot of people who thought uh, that that was that was me operating that account. And it wasn't. And the reason why so many people thought it was me and the story that I, that I want to tell you, it's, it's really funny. And I, and I think our new friends to the Ungoverned show, the McGroins, are going to love this. So back when I was on Long Island uh, running the Loud Majority with Kevin Smith, we were, uh, we were constantly attacked by this small, barely you know noticeable, uh, but noticeable enough to be a nuisance, local newspaper called the Smithtown News. And this is a newspaper that has hard, hard, had a hard time counting to 14 in the past. Uh, you'll see several people in the uh, ungoverned chat when I bring up the Smithtown News ask what the score of the game was. Um, and that's because they were tracking the Smithtown, that's the town that they report on that, that they're from, uh, high school East versus West football game. And the box score, 7 plus 6, wound up adding up to 14, and 7 plus 7 wound up adding up to 13. Now, this is a newspaper and a, a guy who runs the newspaper, Dave Ambro, who criticizes uh, both myself and Kevin and anybody who was associated with the Loud Majority. He criticized us for um, you know going to school board meetings. Meanwhile, the guy can't add to 14. So uh, he used to publish just, I mean, ridiculous pieces. You were getting, uh, you were getting just, I mean, total idiots writing letters to the editor of the Smithtown News. Uh, about how people associated with the loud majority, myself, Kevin, and anybody who would wear our shirts or put our bumper stickers on the car or anything like that were white supremacists and Nazis. So in other words, I, I took it upon myself. I looked at it. I said, these people will publish anything as long as it says something negative about the loud majority. In any way, shape, or form, they'll publish anything. Let's test that theory. So uh, a letter to the editor was published soon, and I'm going to read it to you. It's a little long, but you have to hear it because this is the type of stuff that was published by the Smithtown News, this this small fake news joke of a quote-unquote newspaper that was free to pick up in any diner and local you know shop in the town of Smithtown, which, by the way, we were very popular in the town of Smithtown, far more popular than this guy, but he liked to you know write about us in his backyard and get his little minions to attack. And the things that they said about us were terrible. Again, I was called a Nazi, white supremacist. They were celebrating when the SPLC named us on an anti-government list, which is interesting because we got a lot of people elected to government. We're not anti-government at all. We're just anti-bad government. So here's the letter to the editor that was published in the the, uh, Smithtown News. Again, remember, I I figured out, or I thought, I theorized, my hypothesis was, 
that anything that was sent to the Smithtown News via email or snail mail, if it was negative about the loud majority, it would be published. That was my theory going in. This was the test of that theory. So listen to this. is the type of stuff that they would publish. Here we go. In the face of hate and extremism in our local Smithtown community, I am writing as a concerned citizen who has finally had enough of the rhetoric being spewed by right-wing extremist anti-government organizations. These are trying times for all of us, especially after what we can all hope was the worst of a deadly pandemic that has touched each and every one of us. Hate has found a home in Smithtown, but hate has, all caps, no home in Smithtown. These groups may be quote-unquote loud, but their incendiary rhetoric is not the majority, see what I did there, here, and it never will be. We as a community must stand together and face down the schoolyard bully once and for all. But it won't be easy. We have allowed their noise to endanger our entire community from our oldest to our youngest. They honk their horns and jam up our highways, because we used to do these car rallies. They pollute the air with their big trucks when they should be more conscious about saving gas. (laughs) They claim to be quote-unquote patriots. Yet have members who attend the most deadly insurrection that our country has seen since the War of 1812. And the song they sing, written during that same war, its writer is turning in his grave, Francis Scott Key, because his beautiful piece of poetry and music is being used to rally anti-government extremist activity that is threatening American democracy every day. When will the madness end? When When will we be the leaders again, Smithtown, and be the ones who lead the charge to liberate all of our friends and neighbors from these savages who hide behind the veil of patriotism. Since their designation as an anti-government extremist organization by the SPLC, these loud groups have made martyrs of themselves. They have fundraised hundreds of thousands of dollars, by the way, not true, and have even made appearances in Mar-a-Lago, that is true, all while pretending to be the victim while making victims of our own children in our community and communities whose voices have been marginalized. Their podcasts and content posted on social media is evidence in and of itself. Their racist, homophobic, intolerant language has penetrated deep into Smithtown. Penetrated, what a great word to talk about homophobia. In our surrounding communities. But alas, those days will soon be over. We as a community, as the leaders of Long Island, will prove who the real majority is. And we will stand up in the face of these tactics and actions. It is time, once and for all, for the Smithtown community, as well as the rest of Long Island, to finally declare with one voice that we will not tolerate hate, bigotry, and extremism of any kind. We must remain on guard and be ready to take on these dangerous organizations before it's too late. Smithtown, this is your calling. And I signed the letter because my theory was that anything like that would be published in the Smithtown News I signed the letter, Holden McGroin. So that's where that comes from, right? So it was Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N, and I spelled McGroin, because I didn't want it to be obvious. I spelled it, instead of it being M-A-G-R-O-I-N, or M-C-G-R-O-I-N, I put a little E at the end. Ho-ho. He's like, he's French. Holden McGroin. <laughs> so it's Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N, McGroin, M-C, capital G-R-O-I-N-E. And that letter, sure enough, was published in the very next, after sending that letter, the very next uh, edition 
of the Smithtown News. It was probably the most picked up copy of the paper because we told all of our followers and our friends to look in there for a letter from the editor. We didn't post about it on social media because we didn't want it to, to not get through. The best part about this story is that I created a fake email address to send it. I wasn't going to send it from one of my email addresses, a loud majority email, they'll know it's me. You know, an S. Farish email somewhere, they'll know it's me. So I sent it from a quote-unquote corresponding email address. And the email address that I, I sent it from was HM, Holden McGroin, custom cabinetry at gmail.com. I can't get into that email anymore because I forgot the password. <laughs> but it's HM custom cabinetry or it's either HM custom cabinetry or HM custom cabinets at gmail.com to put forth this image that Holden McGroin, this Holden fellow, was a... Uh, a blue-collar worker who is just fed up with the loud majority. But the punchline of the joke, of course, is uh, HM Custom Cabinetry, guy makes cabinets. Uh, of course, of course, Holden McGroin would be a woodworker. Of course. Loves to play with his wood, right? So there it was. That's the Holden McGroin story. And so that went silly viral across Long Island. Um, there were people actually who read the Smithtown News and read that who thought I was targeting their family because her son's name is Holden. I have no idea. This woman is obsessed with us and the whole thing. And we call her the angry pizza lady because she's a psychotic, angry lady who had a meltdown over a flag outside of a pizza shop. Um, and she's like, you're targeting my family. My son's name is Holden. I'm like, lady, you don't even have custody of your son. Uh, so I have no idea who your kids are. I don't really care. Um, but that is the Holden McGroin story. So this letter was published, um, and I'm thinking of writing to other papers, maybe uh, Benjamin Dovier. Remember that, Brendan? We were talking about Benjamin Dovier. Oh, yeah. It's Ben Dover, yeah. but it's to kind of hide it, right? Yeah, Francois. <laughs> so that is the Holden McGroin story uh, for anybody who is curious about it. And why I thought the name Holden McGroin in the Bongino chat was hilarious um, and it's also why so many people who also listen to Dan Bongino, Little Patriot in our uh, Ungoverned Morning Chat, Jackie, she's a Bongino faithful, Matthias Bongino faithful, uh, our friend The Lung, he was like, are you in dance chat? Holden McGroin, that's gotta be you. I was, no, it's not me. It's somebody else with a great sense of humor. Um, my theory was anything written, it doesn't matter who signed it off, anything written would be published by the Smithtown News. I actually wound up coming on uh, our, our live show, our Loud Majority show, after that was published, I was in Tallahassee at the time visiting Brennan, and Kevin and I were celebrating the, the news. I was like, they published it. These people are idiots. I did the, the, the liar liar when uh, Jim Carrey farts in the elevator. It was me. And the best part about it was after it was published, I sent an, another email back to Smithtown News from the Holden McGroin email. and said, you idiots will publish anything. Thank you for proving my point. And I signed off Sean Farish. And then they wait like three or four weeks. It has come to our attention that somebody wrote a letter to the editor using a fraudulent name. So we will now be requiring identification, which I responded, wow, it's easier to vote than it is to get a letter to the editor published by the Smithtown News. You can't, you can't uh, ask for ID when you vote. That's racist. But if you're the Smithtown News, now you can ask for ID just to make sure you don't get McGroined again. That is the Holden McGroin story. 
Um, I hope the McGroins who are looking for this episode on, in their Truth Social group enjoy it. That's why so many people came to me after Holden made his first appearance in the Dan Bongino show uh, in the chat, and Dan noticed it in the chat said, who is Holden McGroin? I got, I'm telling you, I, I got so many texts and, and, and emails and messages like, are you in the Dan Bongino chat as Holden McGroin? Are you doing it again? I was like, no, that's not me. I go in there as myself. You know, we, we, send, we have content that gets played on Dan's show all the time. Uh, so it was not me, whoever the uh, original McGroin, the OG McGroin, Holden McGroin is, uh, for the Dan Bongino McGroin family. And now they have been, uh, graciously welcomed into the ungoverned family. Well done. Uh, you have continued and carried the torch for the, uh, the McGroin movement. I'm happy to have you with us here with ungoverned. Uh, we're happy to see how far this relationship goes, uh, between us and you and you and us and everybody and, and the Dan Bongino, the Bongino army and everything. That is the Holden McGroin story. I hope you liked it. And, uh, and we're going to continue to do episodes like this on the weekend periodically. Brennan's going to be in a few of them. We'll give you kitten updates, all sorts of cool things uh, on the audio channel. So please make sure that you're subscribed to our audio podcast anywhere you can find it, whether it's Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, Apple. Uh, make sure you're subscribed. The subscriptions help us. You always hear Dan talking about that. It's so true on our end as well. Uh, even if you don't listen to the episodes every day because you're watching them on Rumble, on LFA TV, just being subscribed to our audio podcast helps us as well. It helps spread the word. It pushes the show up the charts, and then some people who can't watch it on video will listen to it on audio, uh, and it'll help us spread our message and grow our reach. So thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the McGroin story. We'll catch you tomorrow morning, Monday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern, rumble.com slash LFA TV for Ungoverned. Until then, have a great rest of your day. We'll catch you tomorrow. Please share this with anyone you think would enjoy it. Thank you so much for being a part of our family. We love the McGroins, the Ungovernables, and the LFA faithful, and we'll catch you Monday morning. 